Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Credit Repair Show with your host, the credit doctor, Angelo McCutcheon, coming to you with another podcast on the credit repair process. And you guys know what I always say, you do not have to live with bad credit. There is something absolutely something you can do about it. And this podcast is about giving you all the information or most of the information that you will need to begin your journey on cleaning up your credit, repairing your credit, reestablishing that good credit. And I do appreciate all of you guys who have been following me, who have been uh, subscribing to the podcast and have been downloading the podcast. To those of you who have been calling me or texting me or Facebooking me, I really appreciate that. And please keep it coming because you're letting me know how valuable this podcast show is, that so many people need this information. And because, you know, there are a lot of people out there who do like seminars and workshops and stuff like that and will charge you thousands of dollars to get this information. I'm glad that I'm able to present it to you guys for free. And so uh, today I'm going to upload, I'm going to share with you a, a podcast that I was on the other day in which I was being interviewed I was, yep, I was being interviewed about my credit repair service and how I got started. And I was interviewed by uh, a magazine called Melon Success, the Melon Success magazine, with my new friend and founder of that magazine, Shantae Adams. And you can definitely hit her up on her IG, uh, and Facebook, and uh, uh, YouTube page just under Melon Success Magazine. But anyway, she interviewed me. It's about an hour long, maybe 47 minutes long. Uh, and I'm just sharing again some information on how I got started and why people need to understand uh, that credit is important and all that good stuff. So we want to get right into that episode. And we want you to let me know, you know, I want you to let me know if you enjoyed it or whatever the case may be. And always remember, always remember at the end of every episode, you can go into description and you can hit me up through my IG at credit repair 64. You can hit me up with my uh, Facebook page. I've also started a, a private Facebook group. And if you're interested in being a part of that uh, uh, group, and all you got to do is just inbox me, reach out to me, and I'll send you a request because that Facebook private group is going to be where I'm going to be giving a lot of freebies. I'm going to be giving out dispute letters. I'm going to be just, you know, sharing a lot of information on the credit. And I'm also going to be interviewing other people uh, on businesses and what they're doing. I'm going to help promote uh, other businesses and things like that. So definitely you want to be a part of that. Uh, Facebook group is called the Credit Repair Group. That's the name of the group, the Credit Repair Group. I believe that's the name of it. But anyway, you just look it up and look it up through Angelo McCutcheon and you can get it. But anyway, we're going to get right into it. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to get right into the interview. Talk to you guys later. Have a blessed day.
Hey guys, we are live. Good evening. Thank you so much for everyone that is joining us this evening. It's your girl Shantae, Melanin Success Magazine. The podcast is back. I am so happy this evening that we have Mr. Angelo Machachi with us. Um, if y'all been following us, y'all know we're going to dive into some credit issues tonight. So thank you to everyone that is going to be joining. Thank you if you're coming back to watch this on replay. And both of uh, this stream will definitely be on both of our podcasts. So um, we're going to get dive deep into that for, uh, for Mr. Angelo here. So I just want to say welcome and thank you for taking time out of your evening to join us this evening to help some people out with their credit, like you're helping me out. So welcome, welcome, Angelo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here on the Melon Success Magazine podcast in the house. Yeah, we're looking to help some people tonight. For sure. I'm sorry, Angel. I'm having ooh, issues on my end. It sounds like Darth Vader. Hold on. Let me see if we can get these technical issues worked out. That was cool. Oh, okay. That's it. Oh, wow. Okay. Hold on one moment. This is not. Okay. I'm going to come off. Okay, let me see. Can you hear me? You sound cl- Yes, you sound clear. Okay, now I can hear you. It sounded like Darth Vader was talking. Okay, that was Oh, really- wow. <laughs> <laughs> My Darth Vader voice. Yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, no, no Star Wars today. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so sorry. I missed the whole opening, but welcome, Angelo. I'm so happy that you were able to join us this evening. Well, thanks for having me as a guest. I really appreciate it and looking forward to really helping some people tonight. Absolutely. So I'm just going to dive right in. So where are you from? Let the people know where are you from um, and what it is that you do and how did you start doing, um, how did you become the credit doctor? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, uh, of course, you know, my name is Angelo McCutcheon. Uh, I'm originally from Passaic, New Jersey. Jersey is in the house. Right. Um, yep. <laughs> Born and raised in Passaic. Born in Patterson, raised in Passaic, basically. Okay, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Married with five kids, uh, living now here in Virginia. And, you know, just just doing what we do to help people. I got actually got into the business maybe 15 years ago and I got into it because I had horrible credit. And of course, I had horrible credit because nobody taught me or educated me about the importance of having credit when I was coming up. Right? We didn't learn that in the schools we went to. Uh, basically, didn't really learn that at home. And we didn't get that information in the church that uh, I went to. So everything for me was trial and error. And in my case, it was all error because I made a lot of mistakes because I just did not know. And by the time I got married and was starting to try to apply for things, I was getting denied all around the clock. Or everybody was either denying me or telling me I had to put a big down payment on it. And then they told me it had something to do with my credit, which I had no idea what a credit report was or a credit score was at that time. So I started saying to myself, like, you know what? If everybody's saying this about my credit, I need to know (laughs) what is my credit score. I need to see what's on my credit report. And I can remember the first time I pulled my credit reports. First time I put my credit reports from the uh, credit bureaus, I had about 15 to 18 negative items on all three of my credit reports. I mean, some things that I recognized that I thought would go away, but I just ignored it, but was sitting there. Some things I didn't know, you know, that was on there. And I was like, wow, I was just a, let me get my credit score. How bad is my credit score? 
when I got all three of my credit scores, they was all in the low 400s, like 420, 450, something like that. Was, it was bad. It was bad. bad. Right. Poor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Horrible. Nobody so I made <laughs> I made up in my mind that I, I need to change this. You know, I, I, I can't be, you know, doing this and, and, and having this score. Right. So I, I went into my uh, studying mode to find out how I can repair my credit. And at the time, when I would talk to certain people about how to do it, they would say, well, you really can't repair your credit. You just got to pay all your bills and you got to pay those things. And I was like, wow. I said, but wait a minute, you got to be just, just and I kept searching. And then I came into what was known today as the Fair Credit Reporting Act and the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. I found that information online and I started reading what the law said with my rights. Now, obviously, I didn't understand everything that was being said because it was, you know, that language is. Yeah, law language uh, when it comes to uh, whatever the case may be. But I, I actually started, you know, researching on how I can repair my credit. Took me about, after I got all the information, long story short, I got all the information. And then I started to send out the dispute letters, send out things because of the errors that I found on my credit report. I started sending those out. And within two years, my scores went from a 400 to an 800 plus. And I, the good thing was I didn't pay not one of those bills that was on there. Got them all deleted. All 15, 18 items got them deleted based on what the law said with my rights. And once I did that, I was like, you know what? This is something that I believe a lot of people need to know that they can clean up their credit. Absolutely. And at the time, I cleaned up my wife's credit. I cleaned up, I think it was my uh, brother's credit or my sister's credit. And after a while, the word got out, you know, that I, I fixed credit. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this is going to be a business then. And that's how we all started. So everybody started coming to you because you did it. So it's like, yes. and it's like one of those things where people are nervous. You know, it's like fix my credit. I got to give up my social. I got to give up my birthday. I got to give you my mother's maiden names. Those are things that people don't even realize that they're giving out for free when they answer those little things on social. Exactly. Yes. But it is just super dope that you actually found a way to help not only yourself, but, but our community and just the community of supporters that support your business. So thank you for that. Um, to dive even deeper, um, when it comes down to credit, I know that like me, you know, we're working together. You're working with me and my husband and I yes. a lot of other people. When it comes to um, fixing, repairing somebody's credit, uh, what is the main thing that you think has like why people hesitate when it's like, oh, you know, I can pay somebody that can, you know, help fix my credit. Or when you say, you know, I can help you, you know, repair your credit and you get the, yeah, you know, that sounds great. But then it's like, yeah, I get my social. So. How do you deal with people that, you know, feel like they, they want your help and they see other people getting relief from, you know, debt mm. and things like that and, you know, getting new cars and being able to buy houses? How do you target those people that really need your help but are skeptical? Right. So uh, and I understand people who are you know skeptical and everything like that, because you do have a lot of scammers out here and you do have a lot of scams that get your number, your social and all that and use that. So it's a legitimate uh, feeling, I believe, and, and a lot of people, uh, some people's not so much they are afraid of scamming, other than they are embarrassed of letting somebody see how bad their credit score may be. So just kind of educating people. And usually when after I tell my story of how I cleaned up my credit and how bad it, I kind of always revert back to that because that kind of eased them a little bit like, well, okay, this is somebody who actually had it, been where I've been, and actually, you know, uh, was able to uh, get it done. Sometimes when I show them, there, this is my score. See, I, I'm not just telling you this, this is it. And right. it, you know, it kind of puts an ease in them and then they're willing to kind of step out and say, well, okay, I need to get this done. You know, I really right. need to get, I had a friend, 
excuse me, a few years ago, who used to always say, I'm coming to you, Angela, to get my credit fixed. I'm coming. At least for four years straight, he would tell me, I'm coming to you to get your credit. And finally, I believe on the fifth year, he finally came to me and we cleaned him up. And to this day, every time I talk to him, he'll always say, man, I wish I would have came the first time I said it, man. I really wish. I was just so embarrassed, man. You know, I, I, I was just embarrassed. But since then, I've learned so much from you. My credit went from the five to the seven. And, and, and so, yeah, that's that's the reality. Right. And that's the one thing that I know, like for myself, um, a personal story when I was 18 and, you know, like when you're 18, you're going off to school, you're getting ready to go off to school. You know, my mom is trying to teach you about financial responsibility, but we don't have all the information that we needed. So when I applied for credit cards, I've actually found out that uh, when I was 11 and 12, uh, someone used my credit for a mortgage loan and a car loan. Wow. At the house. I don't know where the house is, but I did. <laughs> I did have the right to the judge, you know, submit my paperwork so they see, okay, she was a minor when those happened, so I got to delete it. But being older, you know, not really knowing how credit works, you know, um, learning as I get older, because now I have children, knowing to put your kids' car, you know, put your kids on your as your authorized user, you know, to help them build credit and things like that. Do you also, um, and I know you have a book as well, do you go over any of those practices, like the things that, you know, people that look like us necessarily didn't know? Like you can pay your child up to 12000 a year, Correct. you know, mm -hmm. that off your taxes. So mm -hmm. when it comes down to things like that, people in our community need to know that. Um, so that way it puts us ahead financially, you know, and that's where most of the problem is financially. So when it comes down to, you know, adding people, to, you know, adding authorized users, um, adding your children, when it comes to those credit practices, when you're adding kids, what is uh, your approach for people? What is the best approach? Yes, uh, really, basically what you said, kind of letting them know, educating them about that process. Uh, a couple of things uh, you talked about, because uh, I know when we were younger, uh, and it happened a lot within, you know, communities and stuff like that. When we were younger that our parents or grandparents used our names to get the light bill turned on and get, you know, and then by the time we grew up and, you know, it got stuck with us, you know, and I don't think they really meant to hurt us, but they were just trying to survive, you know, right. trying to get things going and stuff like that. So a lot of times uh, we, we factor and we see that as well. So trying to educate our youth, uh, about the important, that's one of the things that I'm so proud of that after I wrote the book and it came out and people started calling me to do workshops, you know, and education people. I was in the schools, this was when I was living in Jersey and I was really, really focusing on young people so they can understand the importance of how credit is going to be as they grow up and letting the parents know that that's something that we do need to pass on to them and let them know about savings and uh, making on-time payments, paying your bills on time and being financially responsible and uh, whatever else that, you know, that, that's going to be involved with that. So I did a lot of education in the schools and um, churches and the workplaces. Um, you know, I had a nice presentation. I had, I had everything, you know, because they was calling me at that time all the time. I was getting called all the time. We go everywhere from New York to Jersey to, uh, we went to Georgia one time, uh, wow. Atlanta, Georgia one time uh, to do a workshop down there and different. I mean, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad because I love teaching. I love educating, right? I love educating, giving people the tools that they're going to need. 
Right. Or at least the right. foundation that they then can build upon. Because you right. can't give them everything, but you give them a foundation, you know, so they can build upon that. So really trying to educate the parents on really teaching their children about financial responsibility uh, and really looking to the future and saving and wanting to get a home down the road where this is what you're going to need to do to maintain, uh, how to use credit cards when you get it, how to understand how they work. Uh, things like that. So always bringing forth that education to me is very important. Right. Absolutely. So personal credit, um, personal credit, why is it like, why is it so important still? Like, how do you feel um, going into like 2021 and people are still walking around with bad credit? Um, it's like credit is like so important as well as the money, you know, my, our money is changing. We have Bitcoin and all these digital. Right. <laughs> how do you see how credit will affect or play a factor in like our digital money era like there were and i don't even know i know we're in the digital age still but like <laughs> our cryptocurrencies and things um how do you see credit affecting or you know uh collaborating with those those currencies those digital currencies yeah uh credit to me i believe at least at this juncture in the years uh to come it's gonna play a very big part even with those bitcoins and things coming on because it's still being able to leverage being able to get something without having the money on hand to be able to receive credit in order to do that uh lenders or people are going to need to know uh, what is your ability to be able to pay back if I can get you a home or get you a car, get you uh, a loan or whatever? What is your ability to pay this back? And I need to know, do you have a history of being able to pay back your loans uh, or pay your bills? And the only way I'm going to know that is know, you know, I'm going to have to see what your credit score is and your credit history is, because that's going to play a big part. So understanding that the credit rates are still very big and years you know, years gone by, you know, if you had a lot of money or you made good money and your credit was so, so they would kind of overlook it because you had a great job, right. you know, things like that. But now you could be making a hundred thousand dollars. If your yeah. credit is jacked up, they're not giving it to you. They're going to tell you to fix that, fix that. And I've had clients who made little as $20,000 who's made over a hundred thousand dollars and still had to get their credit fixed, still had to get it fixed, still had some things on there, you know, that they had to work on because credit is just that important. And we do have to understand the importance of really having good credit. So whether you go to Bitcoin or crypto and all that good stuff, credit is still going to play a major part. As long as you have the credit bureaus, as long as they're making billions of dollars, they're going to continue to put forth what your credit score is. So you have to understand that. You have to understand uh, credit usage and uh, how things are calculated, what they're saying about you. And I always say, listen, if everybody's looking at my credit report, then guess who else should be looking at my credit report? Exactly. I should be. Everybody should be looking at their credit report. I tell everybody, you should at least minimum be looking at your credit report at least twice a year. And that's just minimum twice right. a year, right? The more, the better, but minimum twice a year. Cause you'd be surprised what gets on there. Oh yeah. And with all the apps like credit karma, like I know you personally, you use credit karma, um, like Experian. Those are definitely ways to track the credit. Um, like I pay for the Experian because I think it's worth it. Um, I think it's worth it only because I have been a victim of, um, identity theft in the past. Mm -hmm. So protect myself as well. Um, there, I haven't seen anything lately, so thank God, but Good. those mm -hmm. 
definitely, um, you know, handy. And I, I definitely recommend them. So um, with building credit, um, now for the people, I've did this before and I don't like it. And you told me actually not to use it. So I want to share with the people when they're trying to build credit, you said stay away from secured cards. Why? Okay. So here's the thing with secure credit cards. Uh, you can use them to build credit. You can absolutely use them to build credit. As long as you manage them right and everything like that, over time, you can actually get your credit uh, where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. But the little, as they would say, dirty secret about that is lenders, when they're looking at your credit report, if they see that you had to go by the way of a secure credit card, in their mind, it tells them that you have problems already, and now you're going to be risky to them. Right. And so they're going to factor that in the back of their mind when it comes to, should I give you the loan or I'll give it to you, but now your interest rate is going to be kind of high. Right. You know, So I always tell people, if you can avoid that, then avoid it. Yes, you can use it to build credit, and you can go from four to five, seven, whatever, eight. But once they kind of see that, lenders see that, that's the way you had to go. Just understand how they're going to be thinking, you know, right. in terms of that. Uh, so to be able to do it without using secure credit cards is probably the best way to go. Best way. Okay, awesome. So mm -hmm. I hope y'all taking notes. And when you go back and read this, do not use the I mean, unless you're responsible. That's basically what you're saying. If you know you're mm -hmm. going to payments. And um, another important thing is the credit ratio. Um, can you break that down? Because I know it's like with your credit cards, credit utilization. Um, some people still don't understand like 30% of what their card is. That's what they should be staying under. Um, as well as if you can break down that and statement date as well as due date. Okay, absolutely. So if we look at um, the pie chart of how they come up with your credit score. And then we can break it down a little bit more, right? Uh, now we know that uh, the credit bureaus have their uh, way of scoring things and they don't actually give us the model of, you know, they just, to me, they just be winging it. I'm gonna give you 35 points here, I'm gonna take 30. There's no standard, just basically do what they want. But what you have to understand is that 35% of your credit score is going to be based on on-time payments. Mm -hmm. If you're making your payments on time, right? And that's why being late on any account will hurt you dramatically to have late payments. And when we say late payments, we're talking about when you're 30 days or more late on a payment. All right. So 35%, that's a big chunk, right? So if you really want your score to kind of move and go up, you definitely want to, you know, manage and do on-time payments. Okay. okay. The next part of that, 30% of your credit score is based on how much available credit do you have compared to what you're using, all right? And the standard that they say is usually if you have credit cards, and this really applies to credit cards, right. uh, you want to be under 30% utilization. That's the standard. The best method of that is to be under 10%, 10% or under, all right? That's where you get the big bulk of your score, push of your score, right? If your credit utilization is 10% uh, or below, the standard would tell you to keep it under 30, and that's true, keep it under 30%, right? And uh, all that, and I tell people, in order to understand that is look at your credit card, whatever your limit is, just divide it by three, whatever comes out, you don't want to spend past that amount. 
All right. You have more than one credit card. You add them all up, divide it by three. You want to stay under that limit. All right. Of usage and everything like that. So uh, that's 30 percent of your credit score. Then 15 percent is the length of credit, which is important. Right. How long have you had credit? And that's why maybe we'll get into it down a little bit. Why you got to be careful when you're canceling or closing out cards. We'll come back to that because that hurts. Okay. Length okay. of, of credit. Uh, and then the next two, 10 percent and the other 10 percent is a mixture of credit. What types of credit do you have? You have a mortgage. Do you have a, a, a an installment account, credit cards, revolving account, things like that. The more the mixture, the better it is. And then it's just uh, uh, like inquiries and things like that. New credit, you know, that you get from inquiries and stuff like that. We, make up the boat or the last of the uh, 10%. So the two areas where you really want to focus on, then we're going to jump into the credit cards, is that on-time payment, because this is the bulk of it. And I tell people, some people, uh, Shante, sometimes a lot of people say, I want, I, I just want to get rid of the uh, increase on my credit report, the increase on my credit report. I, I need to get rid of all these increases. Yeah, okay, you can do that. But remember, that's only 10% of your score. Right. So even if you get rid of all of that, you got late payments and you're using all your credit cards, it's really not helping you. Right. You got to focus on the area where you really need the... the uh, the major percentage. The major, yes. And that's the on-time payments and that's uh, credit utilization. All right. So credit cards and managing that, right? I tell people uh, when you have a credit card, there's definitely two dates you want to get used to, right? That's the due date, right? And that's the statement date, all right? Now, the due date, of course, is uh, the date that they say you pay your minimum balance. Whatever your minimum balance is, you want to have that pay. You could pay more, but the minimum balance right? On the due date, you want to make sure that's paid or that's taken care of. And then the second part and is the statement date. Now, the statement date could be anywhere from three to seven days past your due date, right? And that's the date that they're going to submit to the credit bureaus, whatever your balance is, okay. right? And that's important because if you can pay down that balance before the statement date, that's going to help you get even you know, more of a boost when they reported to the credit bureaus the next 30 days. Because remember, there's always they're always 30 days behind. All right. So due date, making that minimum payment, but you can move more than the minimum payment, but the statement date. So if you if you have a if your balance, if you have a bill, your balance is five hundred dollars and yes, the due date says only pay twenty five dollars on the fifth, you know, just to make your minimum due date requirements. But then your statement date say, hey, if you just pay that twenty five dollars on the statement day, we're going to report $475 balance to the credit bureaus. And that's going to hurt you if that's over that 30% thing like that. So if you can pay that down, right, by then, you can pay this. You know what? I'm going to pay this down. So if you pay it down, let's just say you have a uh, a credit limit of $1,000, right, and you use 500 right, and then you make your minimum payment or say you pay a little bit more than, uh, uh, let's say you pay $100 on the due date. You have a you know, $400 balance that they're going to submit on the statement date if you don't take care of that. If you pay that before the statement date, guess what? They're going to report the next day a zero balance, right? So now you could use the whole $500 the very next day. I just want to ask. like, 
do that? Like, I know, like, the standing, the credit utilization, but what if it's, like, you know, college student or just someone who can afford to max out a $1,000 credit card? Um, they can go ahead and max it out, but if they pay it, like, a if they pay it off before that statement date, the credit utilization, um, it will report as zero, as well as their balance report as zero. So that's going to give them a boost every single month when they go, when they, uh, when their credit card reports to their, to the credit bureau, basically. Absolutely. So that's it out and ball out, but as long as you take care you of it. Yes. Now, if you know you can't handle it like that, don't do it that way. But that's the best way to right. do it. If you can manage it, that's the best. You can have a field day, right? As long as you right. pay it off. So like, but if you're not good with money, be careful. So right. just be careful until you can build up that type of discipline in order to do that. But that is the best way. You can actually do that 100% and pay it off before the next 30 days come up uh, of the statement day, and you'll be fine, and you'll get a boost in your credit report. Now, also on your FICO score, though, when you do that, you will go down a little bit because they will. I've noticed that with FICO, they will uh, see that usage uh, being used, and you may go down five four points, something like that, because they're going to say, we notice an increase in your balance, stuff like that. But the big difference is after the 30 days and you report and you paid it off, you get a bigger jump. Right. right. Bigger jump. And always remember that the, the credit score is like the stock market. It's going up, going down, going up, based on the information that you use in those 30 days. So I tell people, don't be uh, nervous when you see it go down. or right. It's like the stock market. <laughs> It, and, and that's and that's the thing. So that is normal to see it fluctuate, you know. Yes. Down. Mm -hmm. So like people don't have to be nervous about that because like sometimes I don't use my credit. I don't apply for anything, and then I'll say I got one point taken away, and it's like whatever. Mm -hmm. But then like two mm -hmm. weeks from then, it'll be like up five. So it's exactly like, yes. You know, mm -hmm. I'm gaining more than you know what I'm losing. Mm -hmm. Then you know then you know you're headed in the right direction. Um, I always feel like there's going to be fluctual, you know, a fluctuation. Right. Right. So now with the credit cards, um, the the different type of credit cards. Um, oh, we just brought up it was something else about the credit cards that I wanted. Mm. To, but um, okay, so we went over the credit cards, the FICO score. Um, what I want to also ask when it comes to credit, building business credit, because that is something that I'm also dealing with, and I know some people are wanting to build business credits that are starting their business as well. Um, and a lot of people don't know that sometimes. Um, you don't, I, correct me if I'm wrong, you don't necessarily need to put your personal uh, social security on your application for your business. But if you are asked to do so, um, and you have terrible credit, um, you're not going to get that loan, even though you're starting out a new business. So you want to build that business credit and work on your personal credit. So can you touch on how, um, like how those two work together? Absolutely. Absolutely. Business credit. And I try to educate people uh, uh, about that because I, I had to learn it. I had to get to the point where I had to learn it. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. You know, I, I didn't know you, you can get business credit. You don't have to give a personal guarantee. So I went through the process of learning that and, and, and applying that to my company. Uh, so business credit is having the ability to get things in the name of your business right, on credit in which you will not personally be responsible for. So even if the business goes under and you have bills and stuff like that, they won't come after you personally, right? Only your company will be able, will be responsible for paying that debt, all right? So business credit is very important to know and to learn. There is a process in a way to build business credit, all right? Now, personal credit, we know the credit score goes from like 300 to 800, right? 
but with business credit, it goes from zero to 100, right? And with personal credit, you need to be at a, um, I'm gonna say 700 to really be good, 700 or higher, right? With a with business credit, you need to get to 70 or higher, right? And then lenders will begin to you know give your business some things without you having to put a personal guarantee on it. But they will always, that's the little secret thing that they will, lenders will always want you to give a personal guarantee. They will not tell you about business credit, right? Building business credit or uh, they don't, they won't. They'll just say, okay, can you give a personal guarantee? And most people who have a business because they don't know and they know their credit is jacked up, get nervous at that point. Like, ah, no, I'm not going to get it or anything like right. that. And the lender don't tell them about, well, you know, you can build business. They don't tell them that. Because they always want them to have that personal guarantee right. on that. And I always tell people, and the people I've, I've, I've walked through there, I'm telling them, listen, when you get to the point where you have good credit and you apply and they mention that, the, you know, personal guarantee, just tell them, no, I don't want to do personal guarantee. I want you to look at my business credit. I want it to stand alone. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to look at that. Right? Yeah. They, they're going to look at it at the beginning, but they're going to look at that and they're going to be able to establish that. Now, building business credit, right? It is a process. Yeah. It takes six, seven, eight months if you if you aggressively do what you have to do because everything about your business has to be literally structured like a business. There are certain things that a lot of lenders look at. Um, um, so what's your top three? Because I know we went over, but just for people that are going to catch this information what are the top three most important things um when starting your business that you feel that you need to have in order when you're uh trying to build your business credit okay the first one i would say is the structure is it a c corporation is it llc is it a sole proprietor like the structure is very important when you first start a business now typically you want to start at an llc right, right? unless you have a big corporation or something like that but you want to do an LLC. Sole proprietorship is okay, but as far as building business credit, it's not the best. That's not the best. All right. You want to start at an LLC or hi, don't even do partnership. Uh, sole partnership, just do LLC. It could be single member or multi members, however you want to do that. So, number one is how you structure, how you begin to structure your business. All right. So, LLC is limited li liability. All right, corporation uh, or company, I should say. All right, and that just protects you in case uh, someone want to sue you. Right, they have to sue your company and not you. It gives you that protection. All right, uh, so that's number one. Number two, right? A lot of people, you want to make sure you have a business bank account. Absolutely, no cash. And that's no cash app. No, say no cash app, please. Well, don't put it oh, yeah, yeah you, you're going to have that for other people, but do not present that to a lender who right. wants to see your business. Right. Make sure you show them a business. Now, remember also, you can have a bit. Let's say you open up a business uh, in 2020, but you don't uh, actually get a business bank account, let's say 2023, 24, right? Linda's going to say, well, your company actually started in 2023, 24, because they all they consider it started when you have a business banking account. That's important. That's why I always tell people and I walk them through that. When you get your LLC, you get that. Walk over to the bank and get that bank, a business bank account. So when you say your business started this year and this month, yes, it did start. Linda's going to say, yes, it did, because they're going to connect the two. So that's important. 
Okay. And then I'll say the third thing uh, that they want to see. Uh, uh, ooh, uh, the, the third thing I would put in that category. So what's important also is like a lot of people start a business in their home. Like we've all started business, use our home when we first signed out because we didn't have a business. You know, we didn't have an office or anything like that. Uh, but when you begin to build business credit, if you're thinking about, if you're not thinking about business credit, then yeah, you can do the home thing and kind of leave it there. But when you start thinking in terms of building business credit, they want to know your setup. Do you have a biz, a building or an office, right, that distinguish it from a home office they want to know again is it structured like a business is it like walmart is it you know is it like ups right that do you have and that's why i tell people even if you don't have a physical building you can always do those um what's the word i'm looking for uh, virtual offices you can do those virtual offices things like that because uh, that's the one i did when i was building my business credit i said okay i got a virtual office and they start accepting that just where you keep your mail and things go oh no uh, you're physically not even there right other than check to see if you got any mail but that's important that they want to see that and when they do a search they're going to do a search. And if you give them the address, they're going to do an overhead search. Like they do. This all happens like quickly, though. But they do an overhead search. And if they see that that's an apartment or that's a house, right, you will get denied. Most of them is going to deny you right off the bat. Right? Oh. Some things they're going to deny you right off the bat. Yeah, that does seem like kind of, like kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It feels right. like that. But I'm going to give you a lot. Of, I want to see that you have a business again, like. You're right. building business, right? So that uh, maybe I'll put that at number three because that's so important in terms of you know wanting to get funding for your business, right? Because a whole lot of other things they want to see as well, you know. Um, making sure you have a one eight hundred number, making sure you have a business website, making sure that um, your email address does not end with a Gmail account or, or a uh, Yahoo or AOL. They want to see a dot com. You know, so there's a lot of things like that that you will flood in after that, Shante, when it comes to building business credit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so for people that look like me and you, this information that you have put together, um, I have the book. Um, right here um so i just i told them i was gonna bring it out um how to repair your uh how to repair your credit report legally uh what the credit collection agencies do not want you to, to know so this book how can people get their hands on this book if they are wanting to um fix their credit themselves Okay, so we're getting ready to put it on Spotify, but right now, uh, yeah, we're getting ready to move to Spotify. Right now, they have to get it through me. They just contact me uh, and any of my platforms that I have out there, Instagram, Facebook, and you can actually get it through me. And, uh, you, can, you know, just contact me. We'll let you know uh, how to get that book through me. We'll mail it out to you and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, if somebody gets this book and, like, they get to a place where they're like, okay, Angela, and I sent out those letters and you know something is still not working um how do you assist them from there like do you take like would you take over um like how you're helping me like would you take it over because um, i don't think i made that clear um angelo can help you with your credit you can purchase this book you can do it yourself or um you do retain a fee um as well as you work with a team of lawyers that do work for your clients and you know retrieve money and make sure that uh Debt, you know, debt, um, debt collectors are not uh, harassing them. So, right. um, if someone starts the process by themselves, but just like, okay, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. 
can they come then come back to you and you take it over for them at that point as well? Yes, absolutely. So the book was written to really uh, give people a foundation, right, on the fact that they can actually repair their credit on their own, right? It's just a foundation to give them every single thing, but it gives them a foundation. Now, I've had people who have used my book and actually came back and said, I got my credit just based on the information you had in the book. I was able to do it. I added more stuff, found out more. And that's the purpose of that. That's definitely the purpose of that. Um, my company is built for the fact that people who say, man, that's great information. I get that. Uh, you got a lot of stuff, but I don't have the time. I don't have the patience. I can't wait for letters to come back. I can I just need your service. For right. them, that's where I come in. Then awesome. you can hire my service uh, to help you clean up. Uh, well, what we do is clean up your credit report, negative items on your credit report. Uh, and we use what, like I said earlier, what the law says your rights are to get it cleaned up. Tell people it's not an overnight fix, right? You didn't mess it up overnight. You're not going to fix it overnight, right? But with time and patience, we'll get you there. We've helped hundreds of people over the years get their credit to where it needs to be. Uh, so yeah, you can do that. You can use the book to get started and you can if you add to it and do some more work you can get it done you can reach out to us uh, even if you get the book and you have questions you can always call me advice is always free advice to me is always free we can, we can give you something to help okay. you get over then that's we'll do that all day every day all right for so. those who say well i just don't have the time you know can i hire you here i remember one time i, I was back in jersey i was helping uh this sergeant uh from police uh for say uh, police department I, I fixed his credit, right? I fixed his credit. And then maybe close to a year later, he calls me to come to his house, right? So I come to his house. He said, listen, man, I'm not even going to mess with you. I messed it up. Here's the check right here. Go do what you do. <laughs> and I had to, you know, he's like, I just don't have the time. You do what you do. You help me already. And so it's things like that. You know, I, mean, right, I took the check and walked out. already had his information and we cleaned it up again. You know, so things like that. Uh, we just love helping people, whether we're giving them education and understand how they can do it or we're there to help assist them. Now, you mentioned our attorneys. Now, I will say this. I've been working with attorneys for the last five years. I started out working with one attorney from New Jersey. Then I ended up working with another attorney. But my my business was so big that the second attorney said, you need a whole law firm for all the clients you have and the things that you have. And the last year now, I've been working with a whole law firm here in Virginia, even though they're located in New York, but down here in Virginia. And over the last five years, Shante, if you add it up, they have had, we have had debt collectors pay out over $100,000. Yes. <laughs> And violation payments, meaning that our clients are getting checks for 300, 500, 1200. I mean, things like the biggest award we won was $22,000 oh, from Verizon because they was robocalling and they wouldn't stop. And oh, wow. And I mean, took them to court. And it's, and it's how much per call? Like about $500 per call. Um, I'm gonna call Verizon and tell them or somebody call tell Verizon <laughs> five hundred dollars per call. And the worst part of it is if like if like you you know you keep a collection of all their calls and the judge deemed that they was just going overboard with the amount of times they was calling, it goes from five hundred to fifteen hundred dollars a call just because the judge deemed that you would you were just really going overboard. Like you yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yes, our attorneys to me are awesome. They get items removed, and when possible, they get our clients' money back, which is, oh. makes them very happy. Mm. Right. 
which is awesome, which I love. Um, I was really honestly surprised when you called and you said that. I was like, retainer. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, they uh, found some stuff. Oh, oh, <laughs> Like no money back, just the freedom of having something off of your credit, right? Um, right. To be approved, um, you know, going into the bank or you know wanting that house, you know, just trying to move mm. in a positive direction, uh, you know, with the credit. I just think it's it's super dope, honestly, that you guys work together as a team to not only fix people's credit but actually go and do the behind work, um, so that way, you know, we're not you're you're educating people on how to keep their credit you know, the way that we right. want that mm -hmm. we use it and access it and access other people's money. Like, you know, there you go. we don't want to use our own money. Well, then <laughs> how you don't. You can right. You exactly. Exactly. Leverage on some money. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you to the to you and your team. I mean, that is super amazing. I'm telling you, thank you now, because I whether mm -hmm. I get a check back or not, I'm excited just to get you stuff. Get, you know, get something. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, uh, tell her, uh, we got something else for Shante. Send her this retainer. I, and the, the funny part was, uh, I said, well, she already signed the retainer. They was like, no, this is a whole different area. This is the Fair Credit Reporting Act now. We got on these debt collectors. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to email her right now. I'm going to send it to her. But thanks. I, I said another one. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like the first one was talking, but the second one is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super grateful. And I just want... Honestly, you know, this platform to use for people that look like us, brown and black people and supporters that need to fix their credit or wherever it may be, um, that we have the same information that everybody else right. has, um, mm -hmm. that we can push each other forward and help mm -hmm. each other build. Um, financial freedom is something that I really do feel will set everybody free. I mean, yes. Everybody can live in a house, drive the car that they want and live the life that they want. Um, you know, being able to not have the debt, know how to manage their credit. Um, that is super important. So Angelo, I just want to thank you for that alone. Um, I hope that, that, you know, people go back and they watch this and they take mm. away from it. Um, as well as I want to plug your podcast. Um, yes. When do you, um, when do you upload for your podcast? When do you record? Tell us about the podcast as well. So I have a podcast as in all platforms right now. It's called The Credit Repair Show uh, with Angelo McCutcheon. I'm labeled as the credit doctor. I've been labeled as the credit right. doctor for years, right? So it's just called, you can go to you know iTunes and uh, Google Podcasts. I upload uh, usually on Mondays. I try to do at least twice a week, but sometimes I even do more, right? Because I just be like breaking down. It's very short, like 20 minutes, so I don't make them long, but right? I just give enough there so I can, you know, keep stretching it out. I don't think people are going to sit, you know. So I'll keep it like 20 minutes, no more than 20, 21, 22 minutes, stuff like that. But I break down uh, different topics, different subjects. Like we just talked about things we talked about today. We talked about that, maybe a little more in depth. Uh, and so you can find it um, anywhere where, um, where you get your, your podcast. You get to, yeah, your podcast. Just called The Credit Repair Show with Perfect. Angelo McCutcheon. Mm -hmm. awesome. so I definitely hope y'all going out. Listen to that. And you say you normally upload on Mondays, but um, you have episodes up already. So there is. Oh, yeah. I have about 17 episodes up there already. I have uh, right now close to 300 downloads in less than two right. months. And I'm just excited, you know, and yeah. people are reaching out to me. Uh, one lady Instagram me, said, listen, can you talk about... Uh, uh, the difference between Credit Karma and a FICO score. I had another gentleman, uh, he actually Facebooked me. So I, I heard your uh, podcast and can you, uh, can I call you for some more information? I said, of course you can. And eventually he became a client, but you know, we, we, we help him. This, this is, this is what I like doing. It's, it's, it's to me, it's awesome. Right. 
right. And then you were so helpful with doing it. I mean, you're, mm-hmm. this is just something that you're obviously passionate about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Helps other people. Is, mm-hmm. I know you're just a giver. Um, and before I even knew who you were, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to shout them out right now. Candace and her husband, Brian. Um, I know she referred me to you a few years okay, ago. Okay, yes, and yes. It's like, uh, someone's mm-hmm. working with my credit. I don't know. So it's like, oh, let me see. Like, let me see how that goes for you. And she told me later on, she was like, you know, me and my husband, we messed it up. We had to go back to him. And I'm like, yeah. we had to go back to the same person. All right. And then I'm going to shout out my homegirl, Crystal. Um, You helped her parents um, in Clifton purchase their house and fix up their credit. So it's personal, you know, people that awesome. I uh, personally that before mm-hmm. I even um that were talking highly of you they always speak so well about you so i was like you know that makes me comfortable and sometimes we need to see other people do right right you know do we actually want to do that but when it comes to the credit i really just Mm -hmm. um i want to do this more with you to get more people out anytime yes anytime um push Mm -hmm. this and uh really just really gain that financial freedom uh fixing the credit we don't have to be walking around with you know debt that you know old addresses and old mm. debt that we don't right. get cleaned right. up. So mm. I, I'm super excited. Of all of that. Mm. Yeah, I'm super excited for your podcast. So everyone you can go over and you can listen to uh how to fix your credit. Like if you're riding to work, you can just be listening to the podcast. So that That's way right. you know what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> you have, That's right. Absolutely. You have mm. so ways that um you're you're helping you like across your platform so i just want to say thank you as well um again you're welcome shante you're welcome i appreciate you actually and let me say this shante i wouldn't even be doing a podcast if you didn't actually tell me about the uh podcast well, i think i was mentioning to you or, or you were talking about your podcast and you was like well i'm, I'm gonna email you anchor i'm gonna email you and, anchor and that got me started i would have never did it if it wasn't for you and, so well, i appreciate it <laughs> I listen, if I can share the world, that is the whole purpose of Melanin Success Magazine is not to keep information for myself mm-hmm. uh, or just for a few of us. It's to give it to whomever wants That's to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you want it, come grab it. If you That's don't, right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, Angelo, I just have to ask you one more question before we go for the evening. What is the name of that Black-owned business that you be minding? The Faithful Credit Group LLC. <laughs> That's it. The Faithful Credit Group. That's mm-hmm. right. So if you need to, you can definitely look them up on Facebook, Instagram, um, the podcast itself. Um, you can go back and replay this. Um, I'm going to have the links uh, to Angelo's page. I have it on my page. So there's no reason why nobody should be walking around with bad credit in 2021. Going That's to- right. Mm-hmm. You got to stop this somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And again, thank you for having me on. Shante, I really appreciate it. I enjoyed it. I love it. Love giving out information. So I definitely want to tell you thank you. Absolutely. Of course. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. We definitely have to do this again. This yes. Back. Just thank let you. me know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Angelo. And thank you to everyone that tuned in. Um, I hope you take away great gems from tonight. And if you have more questions, there's a whole book. There's a whole podcast. The whole man is sitting right there. So... We have no excuses, (laughs) y'all. Have a great evening, everyone. And thank you so much for tuning in to Melanin Success, the podcast. Have a good night. Peace.